welcome, friend, to the Move Your Heart podcast. This is Val Brown. I'm your host, and I welcome you to come in exactly as you are, just exactly how you're thinking, exactly how you're feeling, exactly how you're living your life. And I promise you, if you come in with an open heart, you're going to hear a good word that will encourage your heart, perhaps move your heart, and perhaps move your life. Thank you for joining me today. Today, we are going to talk about lift up your eyes and how that positions us to receive and walk in the miraculous. And don't we all need some miraculous help in this day? So thank you for joining me. Today, we are going to be looking at... um, the chapter of the Bible in Matthew chapter 14. There's a whole lot here, a whole lot of good, but we're not going to um, examine every part of it, but we are going to read pretty much of it because I think in reading it, you're going to be very encouraged. So uh, the background for Matthew chapter 14, Jesus had a cousin, and you'll recognize his name, John the Baptist. John the Baptist was born, ordained by God, meaning his life was determined that he would be the forerunner to Jesus, that he would prepare the hearts of the people to receive the Savior himself, to be able to recognize Jesus as the Son of God, the one sent from heaven, the Messiah, who would save the people from their sins. And that includes us as well. But uh, in the chapter that we're looking at, John the Baptist had just been beheaded. He said something that offended the uh, king, or the tetrarch, I guess. But I think he was a ruler of uh, at the time. And he had taken his brother's wife and married her. And John the Baptist said that it was not right for him to do so. And through a really twisted um, way of killing him, the wife, now wife, asked for his head on a platter. Actually, it was uh, through the daughter who had danced for Herod and his party and pleased him. And he said, ask me for whatever you want, and I'll give you up to half of my kingdom. And the mother prompted her, the daughter, to ask for John the Baptist's head on a platter. And it actually happened. And word came to Jesus, and Jesus Jesus was rightfully moved about his, his cousin being killed. But where we're going to pick up our story is uh, verse 13 of Matthew 14. And I'm going to read it to you. And I'm reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version of the Bible. And it says, Now when Jesus heard about John, he withdrew from there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. And when the people heard of this, they followed him on foot from the cities. When he went ashore, he saw a large crowd and felt compassion for them and healed their sick. When it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This place is desolate, and the hour is already late. So send the crowds away, 
that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have here only five loaves and two fish. And he said, Bring them to me, here to me. Ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up toward heaven, he blessed the food, and breaking the loaves, he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied. They picked up what was left over of the broken pieces, twelve full baskets. There were about 5,000 men who ate, besides women and children. So, let's, let's look at this story. And remember, our topic is, lift up our eyes so that we can partake of the miraculous. So that we can see the miraculous hand of God, not only toward us, but working through us. So it says that Jesus told the disciples to give them something to eat, and and they said, we have really nothing in comparison to these crowds. But uh, a little boy, it says in, a, in another uh, one of the Gospels, had, had this uh, small amount of fish. They had the uh, two fish and the five loaves of bread. And Jesus said, bring them to him. So what I want to point out is sometimes in our life, we look at our situation and it seems so big, so impossible. And we think we don't have anything. We, it's completely impossible, but there is usually something there that we can bring to God, even if it's the vision that he put in us. Like, Lord, I thought you were going to do this through me, but this impossible situation is before me. How could I possibly do it? So in that circumstance, we could bring what we thought, what we believe, God deposited in us, and we can bring that to God. And even just saying that shows faith in what God deposited in us. And that's so pleasing to the Lord. But we don't stick with our impossible. We don't stay there, but we go to God. And this um, idea that comes from scripture about lifting up our eyes, it's really throughout the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. It's in the New Testament. But what it is, is looking away from our circumstance. And there's just something about looking up our eyes to heaven And it's not the idea that we're just looking up in the sky, but we know that God, the living God, lives in heaven. So it's a deliberate turning of our eyes and looking to God as the source of the one who can meet this impossible situation. There really is something about that. I know for me, when I'm in that impossible situation and and I'm reminded, Holy Spirit, on the inside of me will remind me to, to lift up my eyes. And I've had him say that to me, lift up your eyes. And I immediately knew he's saying, come to God, come before me. 
So that's exactly what I do. And then I begin to, to speak about God. And I, I, Lord, I thank you that I can come into your presence. I, I thank you that I'm welcome here. I thank you for your blood, Jesus, that, that paid the price so that I could come in here, your presence. And it just does something to my soul. And immediately I begin to feel peace. It's, it's, it's as if my impossible circumstances left on the earth, and then I have walked into the heavenly places. And truly, in the spirit realm, that's exactly what I've done. So when you hear, lift up your eyes, equate that with, look away, look up from your circumstance, and look to God who is your Savior, God who is your Father, God who will hear your heart, God who hears your cries, God who wants you to come. That's what it means to lift up your eyes. And the miraculous, in the impossible, there's the circumstance that we know is humanly impossible. There's no way that this can be resolved without divine help. And that's an okay place to be. And I'm learning to be more comfortable with that circumstance. I'm somebody who loves to have everything all wrapped up, and I love to know the next step, and I love to know, um, Lord, what are you saying? What are you doing? And I want to know every step how to get there, but I rarely have that in my life. It's just not the way I do life. But um, I believe that that's because it's God's kindness teaching me how to walk from this step to this step to this step. And the most rewarding thing is that I get to have him because when I know that there's nothing in me that can make it happen, there's no ability, um, I can't trust in myself. And that's big for me to say I can't trust in myself because I am one that tends to think that I can't trust anybody else to do this. Uh, just just from experiences of life, it's just uh, been a safer thing to, for me to be able to uh, do something on my own. But God doesn't want me to do that. God wants to do life with me. He wants me to know that he's walking with me through life. And it's the same with you, my friend. So when we lift up our eyes, we are positioning ourselves for the miraculous. So getting back to this account, then uh, what we see is that the disciples were told by Jesus next to tell the people to sit down. And uh, in another um, book of the Gospels, it talks about sitting down in groups of 50. So that's what it what uh, they told the people to do. But notice what it says here in Matthew 14, 19. It says, ordering the people to sit down on the grass, he, meaning Jesus, took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up toward heaven, he blessed the food and breaking the loaves, he gave them to the disciples. And I'll stop right there. So what did he do? He took what the disciples brought to him, that little amount. And it says in the scripture we read that 5,000 men were there, and then there were women and children. And people had big families then. So we know there were multitudes there above this 5,000. But these... Um, two fish and these five loaves, such a little thing. But what Jesus did is he, he lifted up his eyes to heaven to the Father, 
and he blessed them. So I can just picture him saying, Father, here's the, the little. I ask your blessing upon it as I give it out now. And he handed it off to the disciples. And then as the 12 disciples would break off the portions and give to the people, it just kept going and going and going. And then again, it says that they picked up 12 baskets full. So baskets full, that's it. That's really amazing. I can't even imagine that little bit that they had in their hands. And I can't even imagine what they were thinking as the disciples themselves began to, to feed this one. And then, that oh, there's more left. So they fed this one and this one. And I can just imagine the delight just um, coming up from them. And I, I can just imagine the, the people's eyes that, that maybe they were noticing. Maybe they were afraid that they wouldn't get anything to eat. But just when uh, they saw saw this group getting their portions, and then it just kept going and going. What a blessing. But that little, this, this is a template for us. This is what Jesus is teaching us. He's teaching us, even if you think that you don't have enough, bring what you do have to the Lord and just ask him to bless it. Ask God's blessing upon it. And then as you and I put our hand to what we know that we should be doing next, then we can see that God is involved and things are going smoothly. Or we see that some miraculous help came from a source that we never expected. Or we just find ourselves more energized or find ourselves... um, I don't know, supplied with exactly what it is that we need from heaven. So this is, this is a, a way of the Lord that we should remember, and that is to lift up our eyes to heaven, and we want to give thanks, we want to ask the Lord to bless it, and then we can go out and we can do what it is in our heart that we have purposed to do. It is the way of the Lord to lift up our eyes and then to expect the miraculous. And it doesn't matter what we have or what we don't have, because that's not the point at all. So Jesus uh, didn't do the the miracle uh, all by himself. He could have walked through the crowds and he could have kept handing them out and he would have received glory. But how wonderful it was that he he um, brought his disciples into this miracle. And that's what we're to be in the earth today. We are to be God's hands and we are to be his feet. We're to be his voice. We're to be going out among the people and bringing, bringing Jesus or bringing a portion of heaven to the people. We were born for such a time as this. So, friend, what I want you to know is that it doesn't matter what we have or what we don't have. What we need to remember is that in lifting up our eyes to the Lord, then we partake of of God and, and what he has for us. So what do we need to do with this? Take a look at the uh, little that you have in your life. Take a uh, look at what God has laid on your heart. Take a look at what you need in your life. Take a look at it. And you can admit that this looks impossible. In fact, I encourage you to say, God, this looks impossible. We need to acknowledge that. And that's not a, a, a lack of faith. 
That's not a lack of faith at all. That is being honest. And that's how we come to God. We come to God exactly as we are. So when we come to God and we say, uh, it looks impossible, and I don't know how this is going to work out, but I'm bringing it to you. And then we can have a conversation with him. So that is uh, what we need to do first is to, is to be honest. But then call on him. It says that uh, those who come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. And that's in um, Hebrews it might be 13.6. I'm not sure. I'm not going to take time to go there right now, but I can put that in the show notes. But anyway, so when we go to God, we must believe that he is God Almighty. He's God creator. He's got the God of love. He's the God of faith. And He, his loving kindness is everlasting. And that he is the, the one who lives to save us day by day by day. So that's who he is. And when we come to God, then we believe that he is. And then we also believe that we will be rewarded, that he will hear our cries and that he, his heart will be moved and he will give to us in some way. And even if that miraculous thing doesn't happen in the time frame that we expect it, that's okay. Just know that something miraculous has been put into motion because you have lifted up your eyes, because you have called on God, because you have come before his presence and you have asked him for something. The Bible talks about in, um, I think it's in Matthew 6. This is about um, the things we, we need and it talks about not being anxious, but um, Oh, actually, um, this is in another place where it says that we should keep on, keep on praying and not lose heart. But it says that uh, if you ask, if your son asks you for a fish, he's not going to give you a, him a stone or he's not going to give him a serpent if he asks for bread, I believe is how it's worded. But God is not twisted at all. So we know that when we come to him, then he is going to, he's going to meet us on the level of our need. Sometimes that's just to peace our hearts. And that's a miraculous thing right there. So even if the circumstance goes on for a while, it could be that God is wanting to um, show you the way of peace. I know he's done that for me. I want the circumstance to change. I want it to change now. I can't do this. I can't survive like this. But the, in the, in the uh, delay of the, of the time, I see that, that God himself is with me. He's so very close to me in those very, very hard times. And what he does is his very presence with me. He absolutely gives me peace in my heart. And honestly, that has been a greater gift than if my, my circumstance had resolved. It truly is. And that's how I've come to know God in the intimate way that I know him now. It's been in those impossible times. So friend, even if your circumstance is very, very hard, and I understand that I've been in circumstances that have uh, lingered for even decades, and it's been trying, 
But I tell you, God is very, very real in those circumstances. And every time I lift up my eyes to him and I go into his presence and I begin to have that conversation, the miraculous thing that happens is I have peace when my circumstance shouldn't give me peace or I have strength to be able to endure and to walk through that very, very great trial. So the miraculous is happening, even if it's not the way that I want it to happen in the right now. And in um, very uncomfortable circumstances, we all understand what it what it's like to want that resolved right now. But um, for whatever reason, sometimes those things don't happen immediately. And really, we have to trust God in those circumstances. And we can do as that scripture says that I was telling you about. We can keep on praying, and God will honestly keep on hearing us. So I apologize I didn't have those scriptures looked up for us, but I will put those in the show notes. notes. So I hope that the word today has encouraged your heart. And um, again, what I want you to remember is to lift up your eyes, call on the Lord, and you are positioning yourself for the miraculous. And when we do this, we are looking away from our circumstance. Our circumstance isn't swallowing us up. And looking away to the Lord, we um, can guard against weariness and losing hope because he deposits hope in us. So it really does our hearts good to lift up to God. So once again, my friend, I pray that this helps you. And if it does, please leave me a comment on the website. And I would really appreciate it if you would like the show and if you would subscribe and if you would share it with your friends. And I want to invite you to uh, check out the website where you'll find all of the episodes. And that is www.moveyourheartministries.com. So I want to thank you for joining me today. Let me close with prayer. Thank you, Father. Father, we do look to you at this very moment. You know exactly where we are. You know exactly what life looks like for each and every one of us, Lord. And we do come to you believing that you are and that you are a rewarder of those who seek you. So we lift up our eyes. We thank you for the gift of your presence. And we ask for that one thing that will sustain us that one thing that will cause us to walk forward to the next step in what you have for us. So we thank you for the encouragement that we received in reading and in the teaching of Jesus. And we give you glory. We give you praise. We trust you, our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, my friend, for joining you. God bless you.